This is um, Daniel and Lauren sitting in for uh, 21ism today and um, hosting Richard James, the, uh, the filmmaker, made the film, um, among other films, but uh, the, the one most interested, uh, the Bitcoin community, Hard Money. Richard, um, hey, welcome and uh, thanks for spending the time. Hi, Daniel. Thanks very much for having me. Hi, Lauren. and glad to be here. Hi. So, Lauren, do you want to ask Richard the first question about the film he made? Uh, how many people helped you with the movie? Like, went in, yeah, like helped you with the movie. Uh, that's a good question. Actually, uh, it, it was it, it's it's sort of got two answers. Like, just myself is kind of the short answer, but the longer answer is countless people within the the Bitcoin community, because I made the film whilst. Well, we were sort of locked down when we're still locked down with this uh, virus. But, all, you know, most films you would be travelling around, meeting people, trying to collect material. Um, whereas for this one, I just made a point that I, I wanted it to be something I could do on my own from my desk. I wouldn't have to leave home. And so I just collected as much material as I could that was already available. So it, it's, um, I kind of pieced together a story using different podcasts and interviews and lectures about Bitcoin and about money that I found on the internet. And then the, I, I pieced that together with some music and, um, and some videos that I found uh, all of it just come, comes from, uh, from what I found online. So it's a bit of a, a collage of all sorts of things. I think that really at, at the bottom of it all, all you're trying to do is, is tell a story. And I think the, the reason that works is that you know, when we learn things, it's not just absorbing the, the content of the information. It's like our emotions and the way we, we react to things and that, that helps us learn. And so... Um, certainly for me that's how it works and so I sort of tried to piece this story together and I think for me like I, I worked hard on it and, and fiddled around with it and then you sort of get this feeling sometimes when um, it's, it's like an emotion you can't quite describe it in words and I guess that's obvious because if you could then you wouldn't need the the video or the music or the sound effects or anything but it's like you get this feeling and the the sort of little hairs on your arm or on your neck stand up and it's like this this emotional reaction um and when i i watch back on what i'm doing and i get that feeling i'm like oh yeah i'm, I'm sort of onto onto something here this is working and i sort of know that if i'm feeling this then other people uh, will hopefully feel the same way so that was that was the reason why to sort of tell this this story about Bitcoin through um, working through film, which is something I love to do. And I got a question there: How long did that take? Like from like uh, you know from idea to finished product? It was about maybe two or three months. So I don't know whether that's long or not. It's sort of it. it it went quite quickly, actually. 
Um, you know, it was hard work. There's a lot of work went into it in terms of hours, but doing the 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 project in that way, where I was kind of just just it wasn't really a collaboration. It was just me um, that made the thing flow quite quickly. Like so, it went from concept to to finished product um, in a short amount amount of time span. And you recognised some of the voices, didn't you, in the film? Yeah, I, I think I recognised one or two. Yeah, Safe's voice you recognised. Yeah, Safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Safe he was sort of the main, he is kind of the main character, I suppose, because um, I think it's his book, The Bitcoin Standard, that has the biggest influence on the film and it really sort of tells that story that he and, and it reinforces the argument that he put forward in his book. Yeah. So, I mean, like the, the, the power that, that Bitcoin, once it gets into you, like this fundamental kind of calling that you might feel or like uh, this, um, I don't know, it, it's like weird to, weird to explain this kind of like voodoo. Once it takes over your thinking, it once it takes over your whole being and your mindset, um, that pushes you into this, this kind of creative space. Is, is that something that you felt and is that something that um that you kind of like drew your experience on and and you know helped produce this film definitely i think bitcoin has that effect on people and yeah i can say for me absolutely i think you know i hadn't worked in film for for a long time leading up to this i'd sort of given it away you know just when I was a bit younger, about about ten years ago, I used to do a lot of work in film. I used to travel, um, and I, you know, I thought that was maybe what I wanted to make a career out of. But things kind of went in a different direction, not, and um, you know, I pursued maybe a more um, you know, had had to find a more practical way to make a make a living, and then had a family, and and so I sort of lost that creative spirit a little bit. Uh, and then, yeah, in the last twelve months or or two years, getting getting interested in Bitcoin, yeah, it just it became this almost overwhelming force of motivation that I felt I needed to to create something or, or get that get that out of me. So, I absolutely, um, know what you mean. What What was like the the first touch point for you for for Bitcoin, if you remember? I was learning about, um, I guess, more traditional investing. Like I sort of got this, um, you know, I'd always been interested in economics, um, you know, studied that through school and university. But then, yeah, a few years ago, I, I just got interested in in sort of traditional stock market investing and I was reading Warren Buffett and, and that, you know, that kind of thing, you know, trying out different um, strategies or, or learning about different um, quantitative strategies for, for stock market investing. And I, um, I got interested in um, a podcast called The Investor's Podcast, which is Preston Pish's podcast. And so I used to listen religiously to that. And it was his, him bringing on guests. I think it was maybe Tour de Mista that he brought on. And, um, and I listened to him um, talk about Bitcoin and, and that's when I first heard about it and it just fascinated me. Yeah, Preston's, um, he's, he's red-pilling a lot of people, that's, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been interesting watching his own kind of journey um, from just being a, a value investor uh, to, to being a, a real advocate of Bitcoin. I guess I've sort of been, been following on his coattails a little bit. 
he was one of the voices as well in the in the film, which was yeah, uh, absolutely. a nice touch. Did you how did you find all of that? Like, did you just use um like favorite podcast episodes or like um you know, explain to the listeners how you managed to put all this content? What how did you choose it? Why did you choose it? You know, how did you come up with like the flow of the film? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. And there wasn't really a a, a well thought out process to it. I mean, I listened to to hundreds of hours of podcasts, uh, and there's so many good good podcasts in you know r- related to Bitcoin nowadays. And I think, but but yeah, when I started the project, I didn't have I I, I didn't have anything documented or or noted down. I just I guess I had just had subconsciously put together this this narrative that I I wanted to tell. I had a, a vague idea of the the topics I wanted to cover and the path I wanted to take. And so then it became quite laborious because I sort of, I was, I was like, oh, I remember someone, you know, Saifedean said this or Preston said that. But then I, you know, I, I sort of almost had to go back and re-listen to all this stuff. And if someone would, um, so I just upped my podcast listening to, to quite a few hours a day, you know, 1.5 speed. And then if, if someone hit one of those points that, I thought fit into my narrative. I would screenshot the the time, and then I'd go back and and pick it out later. So, yeah, the first step was just getting this general story together, and then it was the the nitty gritty of going back and finding the actual quotes that that put it together nicely. Like you'd have one theme, like it might be um, you know central banking and war, or it might be time preference or something, and then. You might have five. The idea was to try and get multiple people talking about the same topic, and then putting that together in a coherent story. Have to reach out and, and ask anybody for like permission, or did you just go for it? Like, what was the kind of uh, thinking behind that? <laughs> I just went for it, and I was worried <laughs> at first when you know how people would react to that, like either the guests themselves or the podcast. Um, the people that, that were running the podcasts, but I suppose um, you know from a technical point of view, I'm not selling the film. You know, it's not a commercial project. So, you know, I looked into the fact that it, it, from a copyright point of view, it does just fall under under educational purposes, I guess. And you're not ripping something off. You're just taking little snippets here and there to to sort of t- tell an educational story. So I figured that. Even if people didn't like like what I was doing, there was sort of nothing. Uh, I, I didn't think there was anything untoward about the process. And then when I did, I sort of finished the project and reached out to to everyone because um, it was sort of out of the blue because none of these people I'd met or spoken to before. And the reaction was really positive. Everyone seemed to be really happy to, uh, you know, with what I was trying to do and supporting the project, sharing the project. So I think that's the beauty of, of the, the Bitcoin community is that everyone seems to be on, on the same page in, in terms of getting that message out. Yeah, I love that you did that. I, I think there's probably a bunch of people out there in the space that have so much to offer in the form of whether it's writing or, you know, putting putting together a project like yours um that probably are falling at some kind of like um like legacy mindset barriers and there could be people out there like you oh well like 
I've got this idea, but I can't do it because of, you know, copyright laws or um, I, I don't know, it could be sector specific laws that you're not allowed to, um, you're not supposed to cross, but you just went for it and made it. Uh, and I bet, have you had feedback from um, from Preston or Safe or, um, you know, Ben was, he starts the film, doesn't he? Ben Prentice with uh, What the Fuck Happened in 1971. Yeah, everyone has eventually come back and um, and give me really good feedback. Like Saifedean came back to me and, and said he'd, he'd watched it and thought it was really good. Preston um, said the same thing. You know, he he put out a post on Twitter sharing the film and saying that he, he recommended it, and that was a huge um, you know a huge bonus for me in terms of getting it out there. And then yeah, the guys from um, WTF happened in 1971. Um, Colin and Ben they. Um, yeah, they were sort of the first guys that that really helped me share it and, and get the word out. Um, yeah, because that, you know, that their sort of take on things was a big inspiration as well. So, so everyone, um, you know, who's who was involved in the film eventually came back and and said that they they really liked it. So that was amazing for me to get that feedback. So if you've got a message to anybody out there that might be listening to this, uh, has seen your movie, is visiting 21ism, is seeing the whole Bitcoin art collective thing come together. What would that message be? Yeah, I think, as you said before, it's just um, if there's anything, if there's any doubt or anything holding you back from creating something, then just forget it and and go and do it. I think that's the main thing I learned out of this is that, um, you know, if you worry about, about anything like that, then you can put these things off forever so you know i had had a window of time and 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 had a had an idea and just yeah just went for it and and it worked out but i think um that couldn't have happened without the year you know the year or more i spent just just learning and absorbing and and getting motivated and and inspired so i think uh you've got to you've really got to find that story that whatever the media is whether it's art or or podcasting or writing or film you know it's you need to find that story that that you need to tell um and then you can sort of just with enough hard work you just let it flow out so what's next mate where do you go from here is that is that it you've got everything out of you what you needed to get out or is that now just really another fire yeah, unfortunately, it sort of lit another fire, <laughs> and I, you know, I sat back and and relaxed for a few weeks, and then I realised that uh, I was getting bored and needed to to do something else. So I'm working on another another project at the moment. It's actually getting um, getting close to being finished. It's a it's a um, documentary about I guess it's about like anarcho capitalism and libertarianism. It's sort of based on Murray Rothbard's work. And um, it's almost like a prequel to the Hard Money film because it talks more about the the state and the government um, and and the nature of that institution and leads you up to to the to the way they have a, a monopoly on the production of money uh, and and that's kind of where it ends and and p- Hard Money picks up the story from there. So that's uh, yeah, that should be ready to go within the next month or two. Mate, that's awesome. I look forward to that. And it, it feels to me as though, like, I've watched the clips for your other movies that you sent over, and they look amazing. And that looks like, is that you surfing and uh, snowboarding around the world and documenting? Yeah, the um, the surf trip we did was my brother and I, um, you know, we just took off and spent a year in Africa. And it was a 
you know, when, when we think back to how crazy the idea was, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll make this film. And we sort of, you know, for the first few months, we did have a friend with us helping, but, but he, you know, in the end, it was just us sticking it out and we'd film it, like one person would surf and, and then we'd have to swap over and the other one would film. Um, so it was just, yeah, the two of us kind of living out the back of our car, um, um, surfing and exploring and making this, this film. That was a, an incredible experience. The snowboarding one awards, wasn't right? me. Um, you know, I, I do like to ski and snowboard, but I'm not uh, you know, not up to <laughs> to that. So I, um, you know, was able to get a few Australian um, professional snowboarders together, and we we went over to Afghanistan and um, kind of poked around and and went snowboarding and uh, and survived to tell a tale. And I did notice that uh, that that film in particular that that won awards. Yeah, all those other films, um, you know, have been to film festivals, won a few awards. So that was a great, um, you know, none of them, well, they were all commercial projects in that they got, they would got distribution and, and got sold, but they weren't, um, you know, it was really you're doing it for the love of it rather than, than the money. But that was a great way to, to spend a few years, you know, travelling around, making these films and going to film festivals uh, you know, the each and each of those sort of sports, whether it's skiing or surfing or whatever, has a community and and has a circuit of festivals. And um, you know, it was back in the day when less less stuff happened online. It was more, yeah, you know, you'd have these screenings or deep. You know, we'd literally be walking around the car parks in, of the beaches in in Australia, handing out flyers for for film screenings and and things like that. So that was a really fun process. Awesome, man. Well. Fingers crossed that you start um, getting awards for the um, the hard money film and the next one coming out and we can help you raise awareness. We should probably leave it with uh, where can people come and find you and um, I believe people can donate towards the film rather than buy it. Um, if you can just explain uh, to the listeners. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, the, the website is hardmoneyfilm.com. If anyone would, would like to donate to the project, that would be fantastic. Um, my Twitter is um, rjames underscore btc if anyone wants to follow on Twitter. Excellent. Thanks, mate. Thanks for doing this. I hope um, you, know, you, you get a little bit more of a, uh, a following through 21ism and uh, what these guys are doing as well. And, um, yeah, keep up the great work. Thanks so much, Daniel. Thanks for having me.